Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Want to gamble? Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Working in the gaming industry, I've been to a lot of conferences. In my opinion, what makes a conference great is the location and the speakers. By that standard, the conference you're going to hear about is one of the best around. Not only does it have experts in horse racing, sports betting, and esports, but it will be held at the most historic racetrack in this country. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is being held on August 16th and 17th at the historic Saratoga Racetrack. To tell us all about this amazing event, we're going to talk with its director, Pat Brown. Pat is going to tell us about an event you do not want to miss. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-308-8291 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-308-8291. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-308-8291. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. 
Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. You know, being a lawyer in the gambling industry, I've been to a lot of gaming conferences, but there's one coming up that I think is really special. Not only does it have the top experts in the gambling field, but it's being held at one of the most historic racetracks in this country. It's called the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, and it's being held at the incredible Saratoga Race Course on August 16th and 17th. And we're going to find out all about it because on the line we have the conference's owner and director, Patrick Brown. Pat, thanks for coming on. Thanks very much for having me. Oh, it's, it's great to have you. I can't wait to hear about all the, the conference. It's such an incredible thing that you're doing. But before we start talking about the conference, can you give us a little bit of background on how you got into the gambling industry and how you got involved in the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga? Sure. Well, I, um, I've lived in the Capital District here around Albany um, for a good part of my life, and uh Saratoga is only a half hour away, <laughs> so I uh, spent a little bit of my misspent youth at the uh, at the racetrack. Um, started going uh, in the seventies and really fell in love with the sport and the setting. Um, I um, got involved in horse racing. Um, professionally, I'll say, as a lawyer, uh, when I worked for Governor Cuomo the Elder, Mario Cuomo, okay. yeah. uh, back in the late 80s and uh, 90s. I was uh, a member of his legal team for his second and third uh, terms. Um, part of my job, working for the governor, um was to advise him on uh, horse racing and other gambling. We didn't have much other gambling in New York at the time. We had a lottery Mm -hmm. um, and the uh, Indian gaming um, came, um, started when I was working for the governor back at that time. So that's how I I got involved in it, fell in love with it um, as a policy um area and as a legal area it's really uh very fascinating um and the um sort of all of the different policy um decisions that goes into how a state deals with gambling um what types of gambling a state will allow what types it won't you know all the states are all over the map New York included, and, you know, that's how I got involved in it. When I left government um, after uh, uh, we lost in 94, um, I 
joined a law firm. We had some gambling clients, and I, you know, started in the in the private sector advising people um, and companies in the in the horse racing and gambling areas. We've gone through the most challenging time for the gambling industry because of the pandemic. As a gaming attorney myself, I've drafted documents I never thought I would. I never thought I'd have to draft this service agreement for the cleaning and sanitizing of casino chips, but it was a weird year and a half. You're an attorney as well, and I'm curious about your opinion on how the gambling industry has weathered this pandemic. Well, um, you know, pretty pretty much like everybody else, I guess, There's there's been some fallout in the industry. Um, I'll give you one example. I'm a thoroughbred horse owner and, um, you know, the horse eats and trains and needs to be cared for uh, to the same extent, whether it's racing or it's not racing. And those bills pile up and they certainly piled up uh, during 2020 during the COVID year, there were just far fewer uh, racing opportunities for uh, thoroughbreds. And uh, so, you know, it made for the business decisions that you have to make as a horse owner um, all that more challenging. I mean, it's a challenging <laughs> business to begin with, yeah, let's yeah. face it. Uh, uh, but when there, when there are far fewer opportunities um, to race, um, it just made made it even more difficult. Um, very pleased to, uh, you know, see that the the tracks are you know open. I don't know if they're all at a hundred percent, but certainly um, so pleased to see that Saratoga really is going at uh, at a hundred percent. Their fields are very large this year, and uh, you know the best racing in the world at this time of year happens to be a half hour from where I live. So that's pretty good. <laughs> well, let me ask you about that because one of the special aspects of this conference is the place where it's being held, the 1863 club at the Saratoga race course. I mean, it's a really an incredible course, as you said, can you tell us something about the history of Saratoga race course and the 1863 club? Sure. Saratoga Racecourse is the oldest sporting venue in the United States wow. still in use. And um, just a, just an incredible history. And it began in 1863. The first races were uh, held a few months after the Battle of Gettysburg <laughs> and the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, so that kind of gives you a, a context <laughs> of how long wow. it's been around. Um, and it is, you know, just a spectacular um, uh, venue, just architecturally. It's really quite uh, beautiful. Um, the New York Racing Association, who runs the race, uh, m- much of the racing in New York, um, and runs the meet at Saratoga, um, built a couple of years ago this fantastic new venue um at the at the clubhouse turn and it's and it's called the 1863 club after the first year that the track opened and um 
I just thought it would be a perfect place to have this conference, and uh, thankfully, uh, NYRA, the New York Racing Association, agreed to uh, provide the venue and to and to be a host of the of the conference. So. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga returns this August 16th and 17th at the historic Saratoga Racecourse in Saratoga Springs, New York. Held in the 1863 Club at the Saratoga Racecourse, the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. 14 panels, over 40 speakers, all meeting for two days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Saratoga Racecourse was named as one of the world's greatest sporting venues by Sports Illustrated, so don't miss out on participating in this premier event at this historic location. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, this August 16th and 17th at the historic Saratoga Racecourse in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. It's getting warmer outside and the action is really starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit-and-goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to mj.partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT 7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at PartyPoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, Pat Brown. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Naira, but you also have Spectrum Gaming Group involved in the conference as well. And these two groups are so important to the gambling industry. Why do you think it was so important to have these two groups involved in the conference? Well, Spectrum is essential to um, having the conference because um, I'm a pretty good attorney and a fair fair hand at lobbying, um, but I'm not a conference promoter or planner or 
I've participated in this conference for years as a panelist, but um, to actually put one of these things on is a it requires a skill set that I I lacked. <laughs> so I am um, I reached out to Spectrum. I had been to. I had been to their conferences. They hold the uh, Nickel G's conferences all over the country um, for, um, you know, states with gaming legislators. Um, and I had been to uh, one of their conferences and knew that they do a great job in putting the conference on. And I I know Mike Pollack from, from Spectrum. We've worked on some issues here in New York together. So it was a perfect fit for me, and they—they've just really been the the folks who who know how to put these things together. You know, I, I think this is one of the first gaming conferences that is being held live since the pandemic, which is great to say. I mean, tell us about the history of the conference. When was this conference first held, and what was the inspiration for its creation? Sure, there's a there's a um, an entity within the Albany Law School called the Government Law Center. <clears throat> and I'm on the advisory board of that, uh, that group, and they've been around a long time. And they're a, they're a specialized group of attorneys who um, provide uh, academic resource, if you will, to the legislature, to the governor, to local governments. And they do all sorts of stuff, land, land use, things, uh, you know, in any number of public policy issues. Well, the Government Law Center in 2001 um, started this conference um, in Saratoga as a one-day conference uh, um, dealing specifically with equine and horse racing issues. So for 19 years, this conference was run by the Government Law Center of the Albany Law School. And it was an academic-oriented conference. It was geared toward lawyers and toward government um, people. And um, it was very successful. Mm -hmm. And it, it grew. It started as a one-day horse racing conference and grew into a two-day conference that dealt one day with horse racing the other day with other forms of of gambling and um i have kept that model so in uh in february uh, 2020 i um i was handed the reins by the law school and um promptly canceled the event for 2020 because of the pandemic sure so we're, um, this is our first uh, time out of the gate here with me at the helm. So, I have to tell you, you have a very impressive list of speakers at the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga. Tell me about some of the speakers and the presenters that people can hear from at the event. Sure. Um, I kept the very best from the law school, I must mm -hmm. say. There's a fellow named Bennett Liebman. He's a... Um, a an attorney and a and a professor at Albany Law School, very entertaining, very interesting, has written a ton on all sorts of gambling issues and horse racing issues. Bennett and I served for uh, in the Mario Cuomo administration, you know, years ago. And Bennett's going to 
talk about gambling in Saratoga uh, other than horse racing. Hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a very interesting, um, you know, uh, talk. It sounds like that. Um, because, you know, the question is, why Saratoga? Why, why did Saratoga become the place where the racetrack was built? Why did Saratoga become the place where so much gambling uh, took place? Why didn't that happen in Albany or Troy? Or, and Bennett's going to answer some of those kind of historical questions with some great colorful stories about gambling in, in Saratoga over the years. He's also going to be the moderator of two really important uh, horse racing uh, panels. And both of them deal with the recently passed uh, federal legislation, the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Act. And this is a complicated, controversial piece of legislation that was passed in, in at the end of the 2020 uh, Congress. And it's a critical piece of legislation um, for the horse racing industry. Um, and it deals with, you know, I, I'll use the word, some people might take issue with it, but the nationalization or the federalization of horse racing regulation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by that I mean, in the past, regulating horse racing has always fallen to the states. Each state had their own set of rules. And those rules included rules about drugs, what drugs were permissible, what drugs aren't, what drugs you can administer on race day, and what drugs you can't. And each state had different set of rules. And um, this law is, is trying to make a uniform national policy with respect to drugs. And, you know, I don't, it doesn't take a genius to know that that upsets a lot of apple carts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it upsets the regulatory uh, systems in various states. It upsets Horsemen, it upsets some racetrack. I mean, it's a uh, it's a real controversial piece of legislation. So we're going to learn about the law, what's in it, who it covers, that sort of thing on the on the first panel, and then the second panel on this law, we're going to have folks who are involved in challenging the constitutionality of the law. So we have uh, Russell Williams from the um, Standard Bread Horsemen. He's an attorney, but he's also in, in the head of that organization. Uh, he's going to be on that panel. And um, a state representative, uh, Kennedy, from um, Oklahoma, who's also an attorney, but who is part of the lawsuits that are challenging uh, this new federal law. So th that should be really um, very interesting to hear from these folks. Um, another panel on the horse racing day that I think is going to be, um, you know, have some fireworks with it, is the issue of um, what I call, others call, decoupling. Um, as you know, and probably your audience knows, the uh, you know back in the day 
when uh, video lottery terminals are being first introduced at racetracks, there was a whole debate about whether the revenue from those um, VLTs ought to be, uh, some of it ought to be used to um, promote the horse racing that was going on at the racetrack, usually in the form of increasing purses. And, you know, that, that occurred back in uh, the early 90s. Um, and since then, in various states, uh, purses have um, increased. Uh, and trust me, as a horse owner, I love the fact that the purses are as high as they are. Um, but um, the question now is, is it time to either reduce or remove those revenue payments altogether and spend that money on something else? Um, we have a, a former budget director from the state of Pennsylvania, Sharon Ward, is going to be on a panel um, talking about this issue, and she's written a you know pretty provocative report that says why is the state of Pennsylvania spending all this money on you know supporting horse owners when we ought to be sending the money, spending the money to educate children. So she puts it in that kind of stark dichotomy. Um, not sure everybody on the panel is going to accept that as a legitimate <laughs> uh, uh, parallel, but, uh, you know, she's going to have her hands full with this panel. Uh, I think this is going to be a real, uh, a real good one. Um, and the last one on the horse racing day I'll mention quickly is uh, an, an issue that's really getting a lot of traction with the onset of um, on sports wagering. And that is whether horse racing should be limited or should, you know, limit itself to a parimutuel wagering system or whether we ought to be looking at other forms of wagering, fixed odds, and other types of wagering like you can do on other sports. And that's that's going to be a real interesting uh, debate as well. I was going to ask you about that because I, I know that is such a huge issue, especially regarding paramutual wagering versus fixed odd wagering. And I see on the panel you have uh, Bill Pascal, who's been on this show several times, and I, I think that's such an important issue. Where, where do you think that issue will be heading in the new year? Well, it's a, it's a complicated it's a very complicated issue. I think people are going to look at New Jersey and look at their experience there. Um, I think there is there is not a consensus in the uh, industry just yet. So without a consensus, consensus in the industry, it's very hard to get legislators to change the rules. Um, and there's even a question in New York, particularly because of the wording of our Constitution, whether you could go to a non-paramutual system without changing the Constitution, which is a very elaborate process and takes, takes a long time. 
So in New York, there's some there's some real hurdles to um, uh, to fix the odds and other non-paramutual uh, systems uh, coming here. But uh, I'm hoping to get a broader perspective on that, not just New York. And certainly, Bill will be you know talking about the experience in New Jersey, and that sh- that should be very helpful uh, to folks here. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and Six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 800-919-6011. 800-919-6011. That's 800-919-6011. 800-919-6011. United we stand. With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older, and in New Jersey, the place of bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 2nd, 2021. 
PointsBet launched its online casino in New Jersey, the second state for PointsBet's iGaming platform and New Jersey's 34th online casino. PointsBet previously launched its online casino brand in Michigan earlier this year. The company also announced plans to launch its online casino platform in several states in the coming months. A deal to grant the naming rights to the Louisiana Superdome to Caesars Entertainment was approved by the Louisiana State Legislature. The 20-year agreement would make the Superdome the first-ever NFL stadium to bear the name of a casino. The deal is worth a reported $138 million, with all proceeds to be used for the renovation of the stadium. And finally, some sad news coming from the world of poker. Six-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner Lane Flack passed away. The South Dakota native won his first bracelet in 1999 and earned the name Back-to-Back Flack when he won two poker tournaments in two days in Los Angeles. According to the Hendon Mob Poker Database, Flack earned over $5 million during his poker career. Lane Flack was 52 years old. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. The Life Hack Pack for More Labs. Drink smart with morning recovery, sleep easy with dream well, and get more done with liquid focus. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, Pat Brown. I got to tell you, one of the most impressive things about this conference is the wide range of topics that is being covered. You said the first day is horse racing, but there are other topics that you're going to present. What are some of the other topics that are going to be presented during the conference? Well, on the second day, we're going to focus in the morning on sports betting and particularly uh, sports betting in, in uh, mobile sports wagering in New York. We just, uh, after years, we just passed a, uh, a, a statute in New York um, that will allow uh, mobile sports wagering. But as is its usual inclination, New York has not followed uh, a traditional path, I will say, in in this uh, in this law, and it is a um, a law that has much more in common with the state of New Hampshire and their system than it does other, you know, more traditional gambling states like New Jersey. Um, so we're gonna have a discussion and I'm I'm lucky enough I'm going to moderate this panel on the second day really looking forward to it we're going to have the chair of the assembly um, racing and gaming committee Gary Pretlow and the chair of the senate racing and gaming committee Joe Adabo both 
you know, veterans of this conference, and we're going to have a discussion with them about how New York got to this point. Um, th those two gentlemen had introduced a bill a couple years ago now um, that was really more in line with a traditional approach uh, to sports wagering, and that bill did not uh, ultimately became become law. The bill that became law was really the governor's proposal, and in that proposal, he insisted, the governor insisted, on a system that was going to be very limited in the number of skins, number of you know public-facing outlets for uh, mobile wagering, and the tax rate will be the highest in the country. Um, they are right now in the bidding process, um, but the expectation is that the tax rate will be in between 50 and 60 percent um, of, of gross uh, gaming revenue. So I, it's um, no, it's a it's a different approach than most of the other states have have done. Uh, really looking forward to hearing from the legislators and some of the some of the industry folks who are on this panel. Um, we've got a, a Cy Games representative uh, on the panel and a, and somebody from Bally's and also very interesting on this panel. I've got uh, Casey Brett from the Major League Baseball. Wow, the leagues were were very much involved in um, this um, mobile sports betting issue um, in New York when the when the legislation was being considered, and they, you know, they wanted to protect their data. Um, that was a big issue for for a lot of the leagues, and they wanted a uh, a piece of the pie, right? Mm -hmm. They uh, they talked about getting an integrity fee. I think they went away from that label and called it something else. So I'm interested to hear from Casey whether the league's Major League Baseball particularly is satisfied with what ultimately passed in New York uh, from, from their perspective. I, I got to tell you, looking at the schedule, I mean, I love the way you organize the conference. I mean, I, I'm sitting here in New Jersey, and the main reason why the state wanted sports betting was to help out the horse racing industry. So for me, horse racing and sports betting are kind of linked in my mind. And uh, two of the most successful sports books are at racetracks in New Jersey, the Meadowlands and Monmouth Park. Is that how you feel? Is there a link between horse racing and sports betting? And do you think horse racing has benefited from the rise of sports betting? Well, I we won't know the answer to the last question for a little while, but the link is obvious, right? Yeah, yeah. Betting on horses is a form of sports betting. <laughs> it is one of the original forms of sports betting. And um, the the sort of structure of the industry is very similar. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a, huge connection between um, sports betting and and wagering on on the horses just just in how the two systems are structured and then you look at the business end of it um, 
New York is a mature gaming market. We we have established, invested uh, gambling industry in New York, and now this is a new entrant. So whenever that happens, there's always tension, and you know how do you make the right choices to integrate something new because people want it, and yet not destroy what you already have. And that's always the challenge. So, You, you know, one of the hottest topics in gaming today is esports, and you actually have a panel involving esports. Why did you feel it was necessary to include esports in the conference? Well, you know, that one, I, that is the one topic on all of these topics that I know the least about personally. <laughs> It's very intriguing. You know, I'm 65 years old. I, it's not something that's really in my experience. Mm-hmm. It's in my daughter's experience. Yes. <laughs> my, my millennial daughters. Uh, but um, I, I've gone to a number of conferences, and there's usually some casino executive or racetrack owner or somebody talking about how are we going to get the younger fans? How are we going to appeal to younger betters? And I've always thought that the eSports was an entree into that very critical but new demographic. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, there's a debate in the industry whether that's actually going to happen. And I want to capture that debate in this in this panel i want to hear from people that know a heck of a lot more about this than i do um and and this that one's going to be interesting to me because i'm hoping to learn a lot out of it and and answer the question really is esports the the key to unlock the young uh, younger better younger fan I'm I'm glad you're offering something like that because that's the least uh, part of gambling that I know about. And and here in New Jersey, they were just given a license, the Esports Entertainment Group, to create an esports-based betting platform. So it, that's one thing I'm learning about, and I'm so glad that you're offering that to people who attend the conference because, like I said, I, I know very little about it, and I'm learning as I go, and I, I, I think that's yeah. great that you're doing that. Tell us about some of the other events. and Tell us about the schedule of events that uh, people can see when they get there. Well, I mean, we, we've gone through a lot of the agenda. Mm-hmm. I, I, before we leave the agenda, I want to I talk about one more, and that is the, um, the name of the panel is called Economics of Bookmaking. Um, I, I want to uh, deal with the issue of the competition between now the legal bookmaking that is being allowed in several states, including New York, and the very well-established illicit bookmaking operations, uh, both offshore and you know within the country as well. So we've got um, we've got folks that know how an um, a legal bookmaking operation, how the economics of that works, and we want to we want to compare that with how um, you know a bookie's operation works. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, you know we've got Patsy, the man in black, 
um, has written a book about uh, his experiences. I, I think he doesn't like to be called a bookie, so I'm not going to call him that. <laughs> but uh, we've we've got Patsy, and they, I I think he's going to be very very interesting um, in in talking about you know how do, how do you run that business? How does it work? Um, and I I've always believed. Uh, that the biggest challenge or one of the biggest challenges on the sports wagering front is to bring customers who are used to doing, you know, used to betting in a particular way into a new system. Um, Because the old system, frankly, I mean, you can talk about the legality and the ethics and all the rest of it, but it works pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's well established in the culture, and um, so that one that one should be interesting. Um, To answer your question about other other um, things to do, um, what I'm hoping is I can. Get people to come to Saratoga, go to this conference, and stay. And you know, we're we're lucky enough to get the venue because there is no horse racing on the two days we have it on the Monday and Tuesday. But there's horse racing on the Sunday before the conference, and there's horse racing on Wednesday and the rest of the week after the conference. So we're going to really encourage people to to stay and enjoy the races and one of the first things we're going to do on opening day here is to have the president of naira david o'rourke he's graciously uh agreed to open up the conference really talking about the uh, the saratoga meet and you know things to do and what naira is offering and that sort of thing so i'm hoping that that gets people um to stay and we're you know part of the goodie bag is we're giving out a, a card that gives you 10 percent off from all kinds of businesses in downtown saratoga i really want to make this conference a you know, small but a little economic engine for uh, for the area. I, I love what you're doing with the conference and the speakers and the topics because, look, you don't need to be a lawyer or a casino executive to really appreciate and really to learn from what's going on at your panels. And, and like I said, it's such an amazing venue that you have there. Yeah, I, I, I mean. I hope people come and maybe go, you know, there's a thing that Naira offers that I love, which is breakfast um, at the track. So when the horses are out on the track, you know, before the racing and before all the craziness of the, the meet, you know, it's very peaceful. You come, you have a glass of champagne with a strawberry and you watch the horses out Uh, just training on the track, getting used to the track. It's it's fantastic. It's a beautiful uh, thing to experience. I hope folks do stuff like that because it you know as great as the racing is at Saratoga, there's so many other um, ways to enjoy it, 
and uh, breakfast is a is a great way to enjoy it. Now, if someone wants to get involved and attend the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga, what's the website they go to, and how do they sign up to attend the event? There, uh, on this website, there is a thing you click to um, to sign up, and the website is racing and gaming saratoga dot com and if you go to that uh website you'll find a uh a, a thing to click on to register and um you'll you'll find the agenda that we've been talking about and some other um things about the speakers and you know the website's got some information there more information about uh the the various panels Pat Brown, thanks so much for coming on and telling us about the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, which is being held on August 16th and 17th, and you can check that out at racingandgamingsaratoga.com. It sounds like it's going to be an incredible event, so everyone who's interested in horse racing and the gambling industry in general should check it out. Thanks so much for coming on, Pat. Thank you for having me. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. 800-329-7906. 800-329-7906. 800-329-7906. Sometimes life is wonderful. And sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. 
written by the leading experts in the gambling industry. All you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to House of Cards. People gotta win sometimes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a giant, colorful check to deposit. Bean the House is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Don't wait. Join in the fun now. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Grab a lion's share of the fun at BetMGM.com. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And welcome to another edition of Beating the House, where we actually celebrate the winners of the slots, the table games, the whatever other game you offer in a casino. If somebody's won it, we're going to talk about it. I think it's great when people actually take money away from the casino, and uh, this is their uh, time to shine. So, uh, well, you lo- know, I love this segment. One love of it. the things I've, I've been noticing about since we started this segment, I've been learning so many different types of casino games out there. And not just in terms of what table games are out there, but also the different types of slot machines. That, that's my thing, man. When you uh, tell me when someone hits on a slot, I, I actually write down the slot machine because, number one, when I'm in the casino, I'm going to look for it. Number two, when I'm online and uh, checking out the different um, checking out the different online slots, I, um, I try and take a look for these things. You know, i got to start incorporating that a little bit more into this segment in terms of getting the online casino jackpots. We don't, ha- we don't talk about too many of them because there's a lot of actual brick-and-mortar casino jackpots that are happening sure, now. Sure. And uh, this week's no difference. You know, a lot of casinos uh, Facebook their uh, things. You know, you have, I, I saw one uh, yesterday. Someone was holding the big check, you know. Well, everyone loves that big check. Love the big check. Well, you they know, get to keep that, right? They get. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, what, I would do, what do you do with it? Is on it? I mean, what do they do with it? I mean, can you? I I guess you can frame anything. Can I wonder how much it costs to frame those? Do things? you take it to a big bank and cash? Yeah, it? yeah. Okay. I don't know, but uh, right. no, their names are always on it. Yeah, it yeah, has, yeah, Actually, some of them have actually the name of the game that you want it on. And all oh, really? That. So, okay. uh, so maybe it's a souvenir that that they get. And, you know, when they do the get these jackpots, but. Uh, this week we've got a couple to talk about. We've got. Let's start talking about uh, what the uh, winners are here. We got. We're going first to French Lick, Indiana. Ah, the hometown of Larry Bird. Well, French Lick, Indiana is also the home to French Lick Casino, and French Lick Casino just experienced a winning jackpot of almost seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Six hundred ninety thousand six hundred twenty-three dollars was won this past Sunday night. To a local resident, 
uh, it wasn't a visitor from out of town. It was a southern Indiana resident. You always love to see the regulars win, so that's always great. It was a French Lick Rewards card holder, so they had been to the casino many times. They're a regular there. Uh, they won the progressive jackpot by playing the Dean Martin's Wild Party slot machine. I think I've seen that in casinos. I've seen it in a few casinos. I've never played it. I guess now i got to try it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm going to sit down at it next time I see it. $690,000 on a $1 bet. $1 bet. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this was the largest payout by far in French Lick Casino's 16-year history. All right. The previous jackpot was 265000 which is about half of what the person won. Boy, that jackpot blew by that, uh, the previous record. That was too... That was, was even a, close. That was in 2013. So it's been nine years, no, eight years since the last uh, big jackpot at that casino. I want, what do you do after that? I mean, you just... I go home. Oh, my God. It's just one of those things where you want, just want a huge jackpot. You, you just... On one dollar bet, I mean, what do you do? You go have dinner, drinks? Do the uh, does the casino do anything for you? I mean, other than give you the six hundred ninety thousand dollars and the do press they, and the press and do I mean, do they give you a burger and a drink or champagne or what happens? I, you know, I've never won a jackpot, so I, I don't know exactly <laughs> what happens. If once I win, I will tell you about that. But uh, the previous wild party jackpot was two hundred fifty six thousand. Yeah. So uh, the the uh, Good congratulations, seven hundred thousand dollar winner. Yeah, wow. Dean Martin's Wild Party slot machine. Okay, I've got to write that down. So uh, I'm going to check that out. Moving over to Southern California at the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa, a Morongo slots player won three hundred seventy one thousand uh, dollars after a tur- after doing a dollar fifty bet. Wow, boy. Now we had a story last week about a guy who was at the uh, one of the New York casinos and he had a stranger come up and say play the slot machine oh, yeah. guardian angel kind of deal. Okay, yeah. This one is actually another feel good story here. This was a uh, cancer survivor. Great. Okay, just, great. I, I'm, I'm glad he won the jackpot. He just received his notice from the doctor that he was cancer free or all clear was what he said in the press release. After several months of chemotherapy, the guy's son asked him where he wanted to celebrate, and he said he wanted to go to Morongo. Wow, that's great. What a great story. He, he started to play. Good for him. Oh, All-around good day for him, huh? He was playing the Wheel of Fortune slot. Oh, that, a, that, that one always pays out. That, yeah, but there's a lot of great stories about the Wheel of Fortune slot. So, well, uh, he played it for 10 minutes, and he won... $371,689 off a dollar fifty bet. Great. Good for him. I'll be honest with you. Wheel of Fortune, I think almost every week we've had a Wheel of Fortune slot story. You know, the other uh, there's Wheel of Fortune online, but the other good one online is Divine Fortune. Well, that, that, that's, that's a progressive, too. That's that's always a great moneymaker for people. Well, you got to remember, every single one of these slot machines, whether they're retail or online, there are always different versions of it. Yeah. And the Wheel of Fortune Progressive, this was in the brick and mortar. And there are also about maybe four or five variations online of the Wheel of Fortune. That, that's why I was going to say there's about four or five Wheel of Fortune, like, different games you can play. I guess i got to try Wheel of Fortune now, too. I haven't played it in a while, so i got to try it. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We'll see you next time on the radio with House of Cards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.